Today in Science from Wired. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. There's a huge COVID surge right now, and nobody is talking about it. The U.S. is in the midst of the largest COVID surge since Omicron, but with minimal testing and good population immunity, the wave is largely being ignored. By Celia Ford. Seemingly everyone has come down with at least one bout of illness this winter, sniffles that theoretically pass as just some bug if you don't test for COVID. But there's a solid chance, with or without a test, that those sniffles were COVID after all. We're in the midst of the largest global surge in daily COVID infections since Omicron, with nearly 2 million new infections per day estimated in the U.S. alone. Odds are you barely noticed. The massive rise in cases is being driven by coronavirus variant JN1, which emerged in September and quickly became the dominant strain. But hospitalization rates are generally lower than they were this time last year. 90 admissions per million people in the U.S., roughly 60% the size of last year's spike. It's really encouraging that we don't have a big parallel spike of hospitalizations, says Eric Topol, professor of molecular medicine at the Scripps Research Translational Institute. But infection rates haven't peaked yet, and we can expect hospitalizations and deaths to rise over the next few weeks. That's really troubling for a variant that's rapidly taking over, says Mark Cameron, an infectious disease researcher at Case Western Reserve University School of Medicine, and especially worrying during the winter flu season. These numbers are rough estimates. Accurately tracking COVID infections is trickier than ever, which is partly why the current wave has gone under the radar Testing and tracing infrastructure has been all but dismantled in the U.S., so researchers have turned to our sewage as a proxy. Wastewater surveillance data is collected locally from regions accounting for roughly 40% of the U.S. population. This paints a decent picture of COVID trends, but without the CDC tracking cases and deaths like they used to, it's hard to tell what's going on. Rosier numbers don't necessarily reflect a better season than last year, Cameron says. The timing couldn't be worse. With RSV and flu already making their seasonal rounds, lots of COVID infections will arrive right on the heels of another virus. On December 14th, the CDC posted its first COVID-related health alert in a year, urging healthcare providers to administer flu, COVID, and RSV vaccines to prevent severe illness that could overburden hospitals. Some healthcare facilities are bringing back mask requirements in light of the respiratory triple whammy, If you pick up the flu, get RSV two weeks later, and then are unlucky enough to get COVID, your immune system takes a beating, Cameron says. 
Secondary infections with different agents make health outcomes worse and worse. We've been living with these circulating seasonal respiratory viruses for decades, and they've only changed slightly. But COVID is still evolving rapidly and is capable of causing trouble beyond cold and flu season. Twice a year, but not yet predictably. Despite getting circumstantially lumped in with other winter viruses, JN1 is driving major waves in both hemispheres, including southern regions in the middle of summer. COVID is on its own schedule, says Cameron. Since 2021, all dominant COVID variants have descended from Omicron. The 2023-2024 booster was tailored for the XBB15 strain of Omicron. But JN1 is about as different from XBB15 as Omicron was from Delta. Even so, researchers from China and the U.S. have posted preliminary analyses suggesting that the newest vaccines still effectively defend against JN1. That is, if people keep up with their vaccinations, and most haven't. Over 80% of people in the U.S. have not yet received the updated 2023-2024 booster shot, the CDC reported last week. For young, otherwise healthy people, the risk of getting seriously sick is very low. In the absence of widespread public health messaging or up-to-date vaccine requirements, most low-risk Americans ignored the latest booster rollout. In the U.K., people with lower risk levels aren't eligible for the winter 2023 vaccine at all. And the window for eligible folks to get their jab closes at the end of January. The problem, Topol says, is that young, healthy people interact with at-risk people, and they don't have enough respect for that. Cameron Wolf, professor of infectious disease at Duke University, says that staying up to date on vaccinations is the best way to protect your community, regardless of personal risk level. If you're 75 and have a kidney transplant, or your spouse is going through chemotherapy, that little extra piece of boosted COVID immunity makes all the difference. The 2023-2024 booster is not as miraculous as the first 2021 vaccines, but it's still about as good as we generally expect flu shots to be. While it doesn't perfectly defend against infection, and protection doesn't seem to extend much beyond six months, a recent meta-analysis found promising evidence that the shot may cut the risk of contracting long COVID by about 70%. It'll take going from a serious lower respiratory pneumonia-like infection to a mild, snotty nose, Wolf says. That's a victory for the vaccine. Trudging into the fourth year of the pandemic, we should know the drill. Check out your own individual levels of protection and exposure, be mindful of your community, and act accordingly. I think we've got a good few weeks left. It'll be a busy January, says Wolf. If you have a big wedding or a vacation coming up, anything you don't want to be sick for, he strongly suggests planning your vaccinations, masking, and testing beforehand. At least get the vaccines. At the very least, have a strong immunity to the worst respiratory illnesses, Cameron says. Extra precaution certainly doesn't hurt, and for high-risk folks, it remains crucial. But so far, JN1 doesn't appear to be causing more severe outcomes than previous variants. We're in a better place than we were four years ago, on both an individual and a societal level, says Wolf. We've sort of forgotten about how socially immobile we had become. Now, he says, COVID severity has settled down to a level that is, for many people, broadly comparable to RSV and the flu. It's just extraordinarily different than what we faced a couple of years ago, Wolf says. And that is a win. Thanks for listening to Wired. My name is Zeke Robison, and for more stories like this one, visit us at Wired.com. 
Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.